Hello, welcome to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. David. How do? How are you? Top of the league. That's what I am. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to go on for a long time. (laughs) I'm on the ride and I'm just going with it. Yeah, one nil up half time against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, a lot of his buddies on Twitter are starting to bang the drum about him getting player of the year. I don't know, settle down. But Jordan Henson with the with the goal. Jordan Henson. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah, it, it's it's. I suppose it's really you like to see it in football. You like to see the you know the one offs, the Leicesters, and you know <laughs> Liverpool's, and you know and Leeds getting back. No, that's not probably not going to happen. But yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, listen, they have it wrapped up, don't they? As good as. I, I mean, I can't fully commit, but they'd have to uh, lose six league games epic. or draw a, a epic, a crazy a, amount. So an epic joke. It'll, it'll no one will, put it this way: if they did, no one will ever beat that joke. So that's where it is. But it would be good. ten wins. It would be good. So, no, no, no. Imagine I'd like, retire. I'd be gone. Hang up my headphones. Done. <laughs> No, we can't. can't. No, it's not going to happen because the the real reason why it's not going to happen, even though, <laughs> even though Liverpool are playing outstanding at the moment, and it, even if they did fall apart, is because none of the others are playing outstanding. Yeah, so they're going to lose games. We could play other. ordinary, uh, lose half of them, win half of them, and we'd still probably win by five or six points. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. yeah right. It must be like when you think about it, it really is an opportunity missed, though, isn't it? I mean, you, the only points that Liverpool have dropped are against that shower. Yeah, I don't care. You know, I don't care. Whatever you want, so that, but that, whatever what, what, you, but what I'm saying is, it's a, feel better. It's a, no, it's not that I'm saying to you, it's a missed opportunity to win all 38 they games. They could have been, they could have been, <laughs> been the super invincibles, <laughs> you know. And oh, they still will be and, if they went and, the whole and, season unbeaten out at this stage. I oh, know they're just invincibles. They won't no, be no, super invincible. No, you have to be. You have to win every game. It's slightly super better invincible. than the original. No, invincible. You can't because the first yeah. is always the best. No, so, no, 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 no. And uh, just a quick one: Chamir won it up against Watford, and whoever wins that goes up against the mighty Man United at the weekend. Yeah, the fancy the chances there. Chamir won it up. Fifty-eight minutes gone. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Actually, what a comeback in the first game. I don't know. I presume Watford didn't really rest up because, like, this is a big uh, opportunity for them. If um, let me see. Pedro Gray. They have. Oh, they have. Ah, well, then good luck. I hope they rot. I can't stand that crap. You know, I really can't stand it. Um, let's have a quick look at the league because Pearson has a good, he's a good thing going there at the minute. Like, and yeah, I know they're still in the relegation, but Jesus Christ, uh, it's very tight there. Look at look mm. at between Wofford and up to even Burnley, who won the other day. Where's Burnley? Yeah. They're thirty. Arsenal are on thirty. It's only seven points. The gas thing is right. You look at Newcastle on four in fourteenth on thirty. Man United have thirty four points in fifth. Yeah, yeah. So it's a false reading when Solskjaer turned around and says we're we're in fifth place. Yeah, you could be. You could in two be, or three weeks. You, you could, could be, be in fourteenth or fifteenth. Easy. Yeah, yeah easy. you know. Oh, yeah, no scary doubt. stuff. And anyway. Manchester United's two next games, I believe, are uh, the two toughies, aren't they? Is well, it? it's no, well, in the league. In the league. Um, yeah, we'll find that after the break. But they are two, they are two tough games, yeah. so they'll probably win there. <laughs> uh, it's hard to know, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Song, what are we going to play? Song, we've got Sigala's next uh, latest song, a uh, bit of an uh, an old school remix. You'll hear it in the but Ella Henderson is the vocalist, and it's We Got Love. Yo. Even when you land, you 
And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. David. Six minutes into the second half, we're still 1 0. Cool. That's it. That's all I've got for the next 50 minutes or so. 50 years. <laughs> Do you remember that the one time we won in 2020? Plus, uh, the Niners are going to the Super Bowl and they won it in 1990. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Is it? So, yeah. uh, that's, oh, so now we know who's back over there or mm. against. Okay. Listen, Niall Quinn. Yes, and probably what four or five o'clock today, yeah. No, late earlier than that, was it? Oh Jesus! Well then, my head was in the cloud. Or in the I think room. it must have been about three ish. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. midway through the day. Go on. Jesus, this is like uh, Roy Keane and uh, K- Jamie Carragher trying to have a fight over what eighteen months <laughs> and sixteen months when it was actually only thirteen. Uh, yeah, very interesting. I'm delighted. Deputy CEO, um, he's been appointed today um, with the FEI. His associate, Roy Barrett, has been um, appointed as the independent chairman of the FEI board, and they work together to look at the future structures of the League of Ireland last year when they were one of the teams who proposed towards them. So, listen, all sounds nice. All sounds great. Um, and as I said before the show, if they can't do it, you almost kind of think who can, because obviously these fat cats and your Delaney's, as we all know, are lying in their own pockets and jobs for the boys and looking after each other and oh we'd be debt free in 2020 and the cheek and I'm 70 million in debt so if these can't do something positive for the for the game uh, you would fear that can anyone you know yeah because people can it's just whether they're willing to do it and just take their wage and nothing else and actually do their job um, but maybe people should be held more accountable you know so the statement was put out that oh. Niall's role with the team will focus on leading a future League of Ireland strategy, the overall development of the game in Ireland, including supporting grassroots and community initiatives together with our player pathway programmes. Don't care anymore. So I think it's just, like I think he was offered, there was talk about him for the CEO job. Yeah, and I think he didn't, he didn't want to be really a, want yeah. it. But I don't think he wants to do anything other than the football inside. Is that it? Which is what he should do. It's what he knows best. He's a footballer himself, and he's an ex-footballer, and he's been involved in the game. He helped. He ran Sunderland, so he knows the business aspect, that business aspect of it, and the playing aspect, and how to develop in obviously the Sunderland area with the academies and for thing. Like he's been around, so use him and mm. use him wisely, mm. and use him to better what we have and better in our league, which has a a core fan base that can easily be expanded. Not massive, thousands upon thousands, but there's no reason why somebody's getting two and three can get four and five and all of a sudden TV creeps up and then Sky might start coming across and going, listen, we do the Northern Irish League on a Monday night and you play a lot. Yeah. Why don't we uh, go and buy their rights as well and then have a bit more money coming into the pot and slowly but surely build up and I think we'd have a better product than the Northern Irish League and I'd say I'd be surprised if they haven't looked at it. Yeah. Um, to be honest. Well, Noel had a little interview earlier on with Tommy Martin. Just before you joined. Oh, yeah. It's one all. Raul Jimenez. Get in there. <laughs> what a day. Still one nil for Tremere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Noel had a, a little on, interview sorry. with Tommy Martin uh, just to talk about his new role. Um, Noel, congratulations. Uh, it's a big job. It's a challenging job. What is sure. the job? Explain what your responsibilities will be. Well, I suppose I've been brought in to assist both the, the board, the newly composed board, and the new interim CEO, Gary Owens, in bringing some assistance on the footballing side. And what that leads to are, are various pillars of the game, you know, from uh, 
the grassroots, you know, to community development where football can help in the community, right the way through, you know, to our elite programs, our player pathways and assisting League of Ireland clubs, uh, building, uh, rebuilding, if you like, relationships with peers, you know, such as UEFA, etc. Uh, potentially, you know, being part of, of, of a team that has uh, emerged from, from the dark shadows of, of the last year and starts to rebuild trust and confidence to the outside world, particularly when it comes to the world of sponsors, etc., that we get it right within our own domain, that we have a thriving organisation inside our walls where people are encouraged to be great at what they do, where the culture of fear has uh, disappeared and uh, the culture of growth replaces it and want to see people in the FAI jumping out of bed to go into work every day because their careers are flying, they're getting, uh, they're getting great, I suppose, um, enjoyment out of what they do and they're delivering great things, using their ideas, you know, letting people actually be good at what they're in there to do as opposed to restricting them and, and having a culture of fear. So if we get that culture right inside in, in the FAI, then we can spread it outside. And uh, I'm really looking forward to working with the, with the people in football who work for the association in uh, really driving the impact that they can make. And if we can do that, then we're fit to go outside and say football is good and healthy. We can talk the talk, mm. but uh, we've got to actually uh, encourage, I suppose, um, the people who, who come in day in, day out and work with the FAI to leave that negative place behind them and, and go and deliver great projects, you know, uh, use their ability to, to drive the power of football home to the community of Ireland. That's, that's first and foremost, everything else will work around that. And just the nuts and bolts of it then, it's an interim position. Do yeah. you envisage it lasting longer than an interim period? And also in terms of pay, given <laughs> what went on in the past, people will want to know um, what's going on in that regard. Sure. Okay. So um, it is interim and it is for a short period of time, we believe. Uh, but in that period of time, it's very important that a strategy is developed in those pillars that uh, everybody is feeding into and everybody feels it's the correct thing. So that whoever comes afterwards and whenever they come, that they're not starting all over again, that there's a structure and a strategy in place that uh, joins up all pillars of the game, all aiming the right way and uh, all signed off by the board, if you like, in terms of the future of where football goes. If in six months time or, or, or whenever the, uh, the interim comes to an end, and uh, the, the situation is assessed and whether we stay or not, that's, that's immaterial at this point. And Gary and I are both uh, in agreement that what's to ha what has to happen in the meantime is that on his half of the house, which is governance and administration, and my side of the house, which is the football side, that we're in a much better place with, with a strategy going forward that, that can last, that can uh, be, be tapped into and be, be understood and be welcomed by all the stakeholders. And, and that's what the next few months is about. And we'll, we'll just take it one step at a time. But the biggest thing I can say going in there is our biggest job is to listen. Mm. It really is because, you know, people haven't been allowed to express themselves in that association. Good quality people uh, who, who have been depressed, oppressed, if you like, in, in, in the last number of years. And so the productivity wasn't what it should be. Uh, we believe whether it's the League of Ireland clubs, whether it's the players and their representatives, whether it's the schoolboy association, you know, all the different services, whether it's the ladies, you know, in, in whatever form, you know, they'll need a, a unified voice to come at us to look for more. The schoolboys will, the grassroots will, amateur football will. And it's very important that we sit and listen and take our time to understand each. 
but it's also very important that they unify as one and they come collectively uh, as opposed to you know sort of different parts of each house looking for its own thing you know you see clubs fighting at the moment uh, as, as we speak you know it's very important that they carry on the work they've done for the last eight months in, in unifying themselves and get to a position where they come to us as a, as a united voice and that we give them every help we can and that that you know stands for every part of the game I think what an opportunity we have for ladies football as well uh, I think that's starting to really thrive and um, despite the shenanigans in the past you know it would be a, a big part of Gary and I's remit to make sure that um, ladies football not only is left in the best at a better place when we go but that there's a structure in place that ladies football can grow to something quite exceptional and the other pillars of the game too that's what we're charged with it sounds a lot but you know what when you um, get in and alter a culture and when people start to thrive they'll actually do the work and and I think leadership the best leadership sometimes comes from people who listen and who don't bark mm. out orders and uh, I think that's the the, the the motto if you like of, of what we're trying to achieve here is to listen and to help grow now what do you make of that sounds perfect but as he said, it's 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 only talk, and like I'm not trying to, I'm not pouring cold water over at all. It's just it is exciting, and if he can get half of what he's saying over the line, I'd be happy. And it, it but the whole culture of, in inverted commas, he said oppression was interesting, as in you do as you're sold, and that's it. And there's no kind of, this is my show, and that's what I think he's probably alluding to that yeah. Delaney was with an iron fist. But even at local level, you see, Shano people. They love being in that position of a chairman or whoever they are, and even in local clubs. And God forbid it if you try and move them, and they don't even do anything. It's just there. Some of them are just delighted to be in it. and it's the same, or it was the same. The FAI, and I'd say he got in there, and that's it. No, no one's moving me, and he mm. he kept them at arm's length, and that's by that's the little bits you could tell there. I think. So the sounds of what I see is you have a freshness, which is great. You yeah. have a positivity. Uh, uh, a want to change, yeah. So I want to change attitudes. I want to change the way things are done. I want to bring people, uh, bring the best out of people. But he's in term and possibly could be six months. That's the only thing that would sour it a little bit because if are you just there to kind of set it up? But I, I'd like to see him then approve it. Yeah. It, it, like this is a long term job yeah, this is a long term job it's and not going to be done in six him, months him just setting the stall out it, personally now that you're talking about it I don't think it's enough yeah. I think you need to properly get the wheels in motion come up with the right ideas is great um, going in there and talking and listening for six months and then saying right, I think here's the way forward Yeah, good luck I think I'd be like not good enough here's a wage in yeah. a year or two but it's a project yeah. and hold them to task and if they're not doing it fired Yeah, I, I think he's it's, I think it's definitely four year, you know, to get yeah. everything the way yeah. because I think people have to be will have to be patient with it. Yeah. I think there's a lot to change, yeah. and I just think that you, he's not going to be able. Even if he got a year, I just don't think he's going to do. He, he'll get the ball rolling, but he needs to be following it through. Yeah. Four years, maybe he could pass it on to someone else. Yeah. Then, if that's what he wants, maybe he'd enjoy the role. But and to be may, honest, or maybe he's just sussing it out. There's a lot of it. interim in there, mm. so maybe a lot of them are coming in. Probably to see what it's all about. Maybe they don't want to commit. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're coming in going, how bad is it? Okay, yeah, it's bad, but maybe we can do it. And then all of a sudden, another six months or a year, hopefully. Because there is a lot of them on the interim base. So maybe that's what it is. It's like, I'm not committing a year or two and it's a, it's a mess. Yeah. Hopefully. But listen, anything is an upgrade. And letting him 
if he does half of what he says, as he said, bring it, go in, talk to the people who are in there every day who probably know exactly what needs to be done to turn around with little baby steps because they probably weren't allowed or whatever. It's It can't help but be a good sign. Yeah. Um, so please, hopefully it's the start of more positive news coming out of the FEI and not the laughing stock that they've been. Okay. Right. We'll go to a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Liffy Sound on 96.4 FM. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. Uh, 0876271138 is our phone number. The big kickoff 96.4 at gmail.com if you want to send us on anything or anything we should be looking into. And of course, we're on all social media um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagrammers. Oh, we're on LinkedIn now as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Gives a job, will you? Gives a job. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, yeah. I'll talk first, actually, because I thought I, I was nearly going to go to you, but I'm the uh, FAI, right? So we're only after me talking about how positive it is now, and, and hopefully oh, it's going to turn around. I thought you wanted to keep it light tonight. Yeah, well, just it's just quickly. Okay, it just shows this is still the, sh- the shambles kind of leading on, but the new first division fixture list has to, is going to have to be scrapped because we're now eleven, are we? We are now going to be eleven. Uh, it's under- so Limerick are coming in. It, well, it's understood that the FAI are obliged to redo the fixture list after agreeing to allow Limerick to apply for a licence. So p- teams are going to be idle once a week. There's <laughs> going to be a club idle. Basically, what they're looking at doing is putting a 20-game season together. A 20-game season mm-hmm. plus a shield now. Hello, darkness, my old <laughs> I should have had that ready. Uh, yeah. So, they're obviously, Shamrock Rovers, the, the, the sequel, yeah. they're back in, right? <laughs> and now Limerick are back in, but it says Limerick have to apply for a licence. So, they're going to redo You're hurting me the head. fixture list. Yeah. That's going to be out tomorrow. And on February the 6th... Actually, yeah. Fixtures are be coming up, aren't they? February the 6th is when all the licences are going to be viewed and seen if they're okay and the league the starts on the 14th. So there could be clubs there who mightn't reach the level. One of them being Limerick. Because do they usually do it a week ago? Should they well, not have done I that before listen, pre-season started? Uh, and could, teams have spent money? Oh, whatever. It wouldn't, whatever, it wouldn't whatever, surprise me if they did it during the year. That's so, so that's the shambles. Let's hope this is all going to be left behind <laughs> yeah, us no, this I'll, time next year. No, it'll fix it. Yeah, no, in six months. Um, no problem. Wofford, okay. have, uh, Wofford have grabbed an equaliser in the FA Cup replay against Tramere away. Caelan Hines in the 68th minute and there's 10 minutes to go there. Winner will take on United at the weekend and it's still a 1-1 with Wolves and Liverpool. Just so you know. And Gubbio of Italia Serie C <laughs> are tuning up against Triestina. Yeah. Gubbio. There's a team and a half. Just before I got in, because I thought it was, um, I, I seen a result there, NIC Breda are tuning up in PSV and I know them, but I don't think it's the first division. Because am I right in saying Alan Parage has gone to Breda, NIC Breda? And he got the first win at the weekend. You're gone last there and Chris Powell. But did you see the big banner that they did? And I know they, they to, went. I and they had the two of them dressed as the Ghostbusters. No way. To kind of get rid of the demons and kind of go back up the table. <laughs> <laughs> like classic. So you don't think that's, the, that's actually that? I don't think it is. Cause Click I, on the team. I, well, so I was looking at the PSV on the team and I don't think it is them. Okay. Even though IX Amsterdam Villa. Actually, yeah, it could be. I don't know. Hold on, go back into it for a second here um, and see if there's anyone of any note in the PSV team. I'm not sure if it is. You have a look at that there. Yeah, go for it. Um, Ryan Johansson 
yeah. Irish, another Irish youngster is declaring for Sweden. God, Sweden. And allegedly, you might clarify for this, um, play for Ireland. Don't know what happened. Um, could have declared for Sweden anyway originally. Um, obviously Ireland and Luxembourg, Luxembourg for whatever yeah. reason. Maybe even others, I don't know. Uh, long story short, play for Ireland and then ended up going, switching to Luxembourg. Mm-hmm. And then realised he wanted to play for Ireland. Uh, and apparently he can't declare twice. And that's apparently the real reason, and hence why he's now gone to Sweden. Yeah, same. Is that right? FIFA were making it very difficult for him to Mm. declare for Ireland, even though he wanted to declare. I don't see the purpose of. I I I I can't believe that because you have other. Now, by the way, this is the guy who played with Bayern Munich and showed a lot of promise, and is now signed for Sevilla. 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 So listen. Yeah, but doesn't matter. But, we, we take him. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, is that Diego Costa declared for Brazil. Uh, I think he might have even played a friendly for them and then ended up with Spain. Yeah, but could he go back to Brazil? Th- this is the problem. Yeah, think but what he- I'm saying is Ryan Johansson hasn't played any full international games. Oh, no, I 100% agree. So, but I don't know. It's a, it's a mess. Unless you play your not fo- little flip-flop. Just... I kind of agree to a way, obviously because it's us, you don't want it. But I kind of agree going, if you switch, you can't really come back when you go, oh no, they're not as nice as them, I'm going to go back to, to Ireland. In a weird way, I kind of see where it's coming from. Did he switch? He switched he from played for Ireland, Ireland. Went and played for Luxembourg. Okay. And he actually played for Luxembourg. I don't even know if it's senior, I presume it wasn't senior, I presume it was, un- I think it, it was an upgrade anyway. I think he was under 17's Ireland, I think he played under 21's yeah, but then Luxembourg. He, he switched into Sweden. So he can't go back, is that what you Well, obviously he doesn't want to stick with Luxembourg. Yeah, but I mean... I think the rule is he can't re-declare for a team. So you had your chance with Arden, you can't come back, and now he's gone to Sweden. Okay, yeah. Something like that, anyway. FAI, FIFA, all the Fs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyhow, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's one so, of them, it's unfortunate. Listen, he's no Conor Masson, as I said. So. <laughs> yeah, decent debut, I have to say. I watched pretty much most of the game in full. And as I said before the show, when he just got ahead, of, he tried to be a bit clever getting ahead of Bamford in the first half. He got away with that. But other than that, like, he was solid, mm. won plenty of ball in the air, looked comfortable enough. And uh, cracking result for QPR, 1-0. Yeah. Uh, big we should play some funky music while we're talking or something, shouldn't we? I'll work on that and you, you, you keep, you, you keep um, going. And speaking of which, deadline day today for the Women's Super League in England and Wexford, Rihanna Jarrett. She's only been kind of coming to the fore in the senior setup. She's gone on a six-month contract to Brighton. Um, very impressive in the, in the cup final and in the few of the, uh, international uh, fixtures that I've seen. Um, a great uh, uh, classy looking striker so I'll be very interested to see how she gets on over there in the last um, second half of the season at the Women's Super mm-hmm. League um, so yeah best of luck and hopefully it works out for her um, and puts up a good show so yeah watch that space great go ahead oh, um, Jude Bellingham who is he hey 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 mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah Who's this Jude Bellingham, man? <laughs> He's all right. All right, all right, all right. I have no idea if that's the right music to play. We'll go for it for a while and see how we get on. <laughs> Some good stuff, man. <laughs> right, this is going south, really. Anyway, just a very quick one. It was just... I kind of wanted to kick off, you know, and not even to, it's not to rub salt around because it's very interesting at the moment when you have chats in the office or chats with mates, you get one or two little things to say and then you have to shut up. 
because you're not allowed to go further, even though you're not poking, you're just yeah, trying to have a yeah, chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't help but feel that was the feel that I got from Carragher and Keane. There was a debate, and all of a sudden the two of them go at it, and Keane le- leans forward, and you're, you're kind of going, he might get up here. <laughs> and you can see Everett going, I'm ready. If you, if you go, I'll go. And then, of course, they couldn't do their maths. Yeah, he's only been in the job 13 months, lads. But it was like, 18 months, 18 months, give him time. And then Everett, uh, 16, 16. Oh, yeah, 16, same thing. Doesn't matter, give him time. It's 13, lads. But anyway, move on. Even soonest looked a bit uncomfortable. There was one time he, he leaned back and, as if to say, all right, lads, come on. But it's, it's just, I think that's all it was. It got to the point where he's like, all right, shut your face, Scouser. You can't, you, it, like, do you know the way it, there's a group of friends and one of them is an idiot. And you, and it's like, yeah, but he's our idiot. No one else is allowed to say yeah, no. Yeah. And I can't help but feel, even when I'm just trying to have an open discussion with the lads who know better, the United fans, it's kind of like after one or two, it's like, all right, get lost. And I'm like, no, hold on. I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. And it's kind of like, oh, my experience when we were shit 20 years ago or whatever. And, oh, no, no, we're worse. They're, they're almost trying to tell you, oh, no, we're worse. No, no, we are way worse than you. Because God, God help. It's kind of like, hold on. No, we've been at that level a few times. Don't worry. I don't care whether we, you are worse or not. But I just find it's very interesting at the minute where you can kind of say one or two things and then it gets too far. But... Rio went for it last night, considering he was like the good times are back and slamming the the, the, the control desk and giving the contract. And he went to town last night and uh, had nothing good to say about the players. Didn't really back Ollie all the way, but didn't exactly throw him under the bus either. But he kind of alluded to it, maybe his time is done. But I just found it interesting considering mm. the flip-flop in 12 months. But I've noticed even in the last couple of weeks... Some of his sound bites, they're using them now to slag him off and say, I'm getting a bit bored of him as well. So I can't help but feel it's going to be probably the end of the season, shake the hand and say thanks a million. Yep. I can't help but feel it. Now, yeah, they're even rumouring he gets knocked out at the weekend, they might go, good luck. Yeah, but listen, they... they, they but it'd be ridiculous. If they, like, they could win at the weekend, win the next game, draw the next one, mm. and that buys him time if, even if he loses yeah. the next two after that, you know? So th- that seems to be the way it's going. Anyhow, uh, move on. Go on. Yeah, Go, on. but no, genuinely, Jude Bellingham, genuinely, have you heard that about him? Uh, apparently, he's a hot prospect. I've watched... A lot of people want him. I've watched a lot of YouTube clips. That's as far as I... Because yeah. I don't live in Birmingham. I don't get to but see don't get games. too excited by them either because uh, everyone's no, brilliant on YouTube. No, I've looked at but there is a lot of good qualities to him. Yeah. But, but he's young and he's... Mm. Look, Ronaldo, when he went to United, was a, a, a later age teenager yeah, yeah. and not developed. And he's less developed. He, but he has very good skills. Mm. He's able to turn people inside out. But Is he, he a central midfielder? He's kind of a winger. Oh, okay. Badly needed. Sorry, I said that very loud. Yeah, yeah. Badly needed, but uh, just 30 million. Yeah. Now, there was rumours that Barcelona and Munich were I looking think they're at all after and I think, all looking. And I think this is what they're trying to do, is just get him in and hope that they don't lose out mm. on a player. But, I mean, he's not even playing for Birmingham. He was on the bench the other day. So, you know, I, I, I'm, okay. he's 16. Like, I mean, Bad pressure then as well. It means nothing. So, we've seen Zaha when he went to United. So. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. But, it, no, it's just it's just interesting the way it looks like even the fans are turning even on him. So, I, unfortunately, I can't help but feel if he gets to the end of the season, I think he's done all right for himself. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that's a channel. Mm. Sugar. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, the rumours are that Bruno Fernandes' deal is off, but that could be just a, a tactic to try and bump up 
another figure or the wage or just to force their hand and make it happen because I heard only yesterday it looked like everything was sorted and he'd be announced on Friday but then tonight now oh maybe not so who knows so the, the story is with that transfer there is a lot of desperate people in that transfer oh yeah Manchester United are desperate to get someone in there's no doubt about that Sporting are desperate for money because they're Badly done okay. for money. They're, they're, they need to sell players. So it could be a marriage made in. in heaven. So they need, and they need money in now, right? Because financially, they need the money in. So is it like over the big lump sum or something? Is it? It's they, they've put money up. Hmm. So there's no doubt it went up from. They, they were agreeing 43 million plus, I think 17 million in add-ons or something yeah, like that, yeah. or bonuses or whatever. You know, the way it's all structured. Then they had agreed that, and it mm. looks like they put up the fee to something like sixty million. So, like paying yeah. out full. So, so this is what they're doing. So they're playing games, yeah, and they the know that moves. every time Man United lose, they know they're getting more desperate. But Man United know Sporting are desperate, and your man Mendes is in the middle, knowing the two of them are desperate, and he's throwing out little things like, "Yeah, well, he could, if it's not done now, he'll be moving in the summer." Uh, in other words, there'd be someone else that'd be going yeah, in to buy him. We'll gladly move. My no one yeah. else has gone in from, and that's the worrying part because you're saying. Right, I've seen stuff of him, but how good is he? For a quick fix, could I don't know who it is, by the way, but like I just can't help but think at Gary McAllister. The way Gary McAllister came in for Liverpool and brought the kids on a little bit and helped them kind of before they kind of became the spine. Yeah, because everything is very much on youth, and it's almost like they don't trust them with seasoned players. They can't get Glenn Whelan now; he's gone to Fleetwood. <laughs> But they can't get, they don't seem to give them the money for season players. It's all on youth and developing. It's like, well, where's the old head? Because Matic hasn't got it. Where's the old head to kind of bring them on a little bit? And that's what yeah, even yeah. McAteer was saying, and I'll take his opinions with a pinch of salt, was like, where's the leader? Yeah. Like, where's the, because he was using the Liverpool lads. But it's like, we're not quite fully established yet. But I do know what he's saying. Where's the Henderson or something where his attitude is faultless and obviously this is how you do it here. There isn't that kind of leader, which they would have had plenty. No, they badly need it, and the, like, I'm surprised there hasn't been a rumor of somebody. No, there's a, they need a centre forward because Jeez, Rashford yeah. is out with a double stress fracture in the back. So I mean, Cavani has been touted. They don't even think about it. Just get him in. Yeah. Get him in six months, even a year the and a half worst, contract. The, what's the worst that could happen? He yeah. might get five, ten, ten goals for you. Listen, he knows how to play. So. And speaking good. of other sixteen-year-olds, Louis Barry, who made a big move last summer. I think he's. He's related to him anyway. From West Brom to Barcelona, uh, he's already back in Birmingham. He's gone to Villa for three million, and Villa are really big and up going. This is a big coup, right. but it's like, yeah, but is he that good? He's sixteen. God love him. Do you know what? And this is something. I know Would you not stay at Barcelona and learn your trade, or maybe he's not anywhere near that level? You cannot. You are not a good player if you're. You're not going to be a good player just because you're a good player at that age. Yeah. If you want to be a top quality player, there's a lot of work you have to do to develop into it. You've seen players who have loads of potential, Jack Wilshire, and fall apart. Jack Wilshire didn't do enough, in my opinion, and he was always the promising young player. Arsenal always had promising young players, and this is going to be the great thing. You cannot plan a team for the future. I'm sorry. You can plan it for a year or two or maybe three down the line, but you can't have seven or eight young players you and say these are going to get me next. through my whole yeah. 10 year yeah. ten, you know it's just it just doesn't work you need experience in there too you know and when they talk about Manchester United you can't win at them with kids they had experienced players in there with them Schmeichel and everyone like so, that's what people forget uh, yeah listen it's always a gamble 
with yeah. the younger players. Hopefully it especially. works out for him, but it's it, it it's it's just a little bit worrying, like, you know, when what did you do in the six months? Like you think Barcelona would gladly keep him there for at least a year or two mm. and see if they can really develop him. Or yeah, it could be a typical stereotypical story. As soon as he got it, yeah, I don't want to be here. Yep. Now I am gonna fade this out. Right, you get too funky. Oh. Don't, don't think that's the music. Don't oh, think that's the one boy, we're looking you, for. Oh. We're gonna we'll, we'll experiment. We'll experiment. I have, I have something else, but I, I, I actually again I do not know if this is it. That's the ad. <laughs> 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 that could have been the music though. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? Uh, just very quickly, uh, Dubliner Jake Mulraney is off to Atlanta United to work under Frank DeBoer. He's been a um, Hearts there recently, uh, kind of winger guy. So he's moving over. So it should be interesting And because I'm just filling in to try and get to the breaks and then we can get away from football. Yeah. And uh, Barcelona didn't enjoy themselves when they beat the last night. They had a rough time, but ba- just got over the That's line. That's in the cup. Yeah, just got over the line winning 2-1. They don't do it over two legs anymore, which I think is great because... You might get one or two more shocks now. Well, over the two legs, the big boys might rest in the first one and then bring out the big boys and get over the line. Hence why Barcelona and Real Madrid are pretty much winning it every year. Yeah. Unless Atletico Madrid pick it up. So they're only doing one legs again, which is great because then you might get a few of these shocks like you see in the French Cup and stuff like that with, I can't even think of their name for Pioraz or whatever they finished <laughs> in, which I don't think they won because they weren't in the headlines in any of the papers, so I don't think they did it. But... Uh, yeah, made rough worker. They won in up for but anyway, Griezmann got the winner in injury time. So look, a great one. They in- increased the st- the ground from four to six and a half. So big day out for them. Griezmann. Yeah. If you were to rate him out of five stars, Messi and Ronaldo are five stars. Uh, I certainly wouldn't put them in the same. Uh, at least four, four them. At least four. Like as in, I definitely wouldn't put him as five. Yeah. I well, like him, but I've never. Truly got the hype. Yeah, I always thought he was a three and a half. Yeah, I always just thought he was better than ever. He, like he does, he did score goals and what have you. But I don't know if he impacted games as much as people said he impacted. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't have a great argument against you for it because it's just he's a good player. There's no two ways. I about think he's better it. than average. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he's a good player, but I'm better than the. the I don't know. He's better than. General, yeah, yeah, oh, no, he's a, he's a little cut above, but he's not in the in my in that top top bracket. No, you know, I don't but, even think he's an Ibrahimovic. Yeah, no, it's like you know, I wouldn't be excited if he ended up at Liverpool right no, now. If you no, know what I mean, no, you no. might now just say with desperation. No, I wouldn't. No, but, I was never excited by him. But, I never thought yeah, he was. I, 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 I think he's drowning in the Premier League. To be honest, yeah, um, well, I don't think sure. he's doing much over in Spain. Isn't yeah, he? Um, in Barcelona, I mean. Yeah, he's grabbing a few goals, but probably not what they would have expected. But it's a bit like Ronaldo when he was at Real Madrid. I think it's a bit similar with with, with Barcelona. You survive there if you you do your thing. Get in there, two one. Um, we'll go. We'll come to that in just a moment. Don't cut to the ads. <laughs> you still have to play for Messi. You know, yeah. I, there is a bit of that. As much as Messi's a bit of a team player and he does his assists compared to Ronaldo. I there's still you can I think there is still an element you play is there for though because I mean when Neymar was there uh, and he was probably Neymar is at his best then the two of them were at yeah but I I genuinely think players maybe maybe do maybe <clears> they <throat> do it themselves maybe <clears throat> there's not the rule but you can see that everything's gravitate towards them and I can understand why but um, yeah maybe Griezmann's there and wants to do his own thing and it's not quite working I don't know Have, see the fucking coverage I don't know is it ITV4 sometimes mm, show yeah, it's just very hard I've no idea how they're playing 
Um, like Suarez, they're on the chase now because Suarez is out, and that could be him finished now at Barcelona by the looks of it. Because there was rumours that they were going to let him go, mm. so they're on the hunt. And like, there's even rumours of um, Arsenal letting out Ceballos and even Aubameyang on loan because they're going after some mad bid for Martinez off um, Inter Milan, which a few people are after. Bit ridic- absolutely ridiculous letting Aubameyang go. Yeah. So, but that's one of the rumours at the minute that that's what they're willing to do but who knows but anyway just a quick one 84th minute Roberto Firmino it's 2-1 to Liverpool okay we'll end on that sad and dreary <laughs> note everybody hurts tune to Liffy Sound 96.4 FM and welcome back to the big kickoff and Liffy Sound now. how are you going to believe us <laughs> sorry <laughs> I couldn't care what you... go on it used to be. It was a simple. No part. one's gonna believe us. Then it's hardly gonna believe us. It doesn't, doesn't I don't happen. care. Yeah, right, listen. Um, if Dave can, will you let it. me play the anthem, the song of Liverpool? If we win the league, no. Would you let me play? What is it? You never walk alone. Would you let me play? Never. No. Okay. No, it's never. No, sorry. No, that's fine. It's only because. You know, Louis Suarez is a racist. And I, hate <laughs> I don't want to. Joe, the guy's thing is one of the lads in the office still brought that up again the other day. Oh, see, so you sent the letter to. I said, can I be honest? You're deflected. <laughs> I'm delighted. Yes, whatever. It was eight years ago. I'm sure everything's been organised. The fact that he's still bringing it up, I'm delighted and highlighting problems and whatever, but you're deflected. Let's talk about the game. He's like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say to you? What was I going to say to you? Who what cares? were we going to talk about? Uh, just very briefly, because the fight was very brief, but um, El McGregor. Um, yeah, I was at a function uh, with work on Saturday night and woke up early in the morning and somebody put up Jesus, got up, I got up for that or stayed up for that. And I was like, oh, Jesus, what, what happened? And 40 seconds, done. Um, caught him early, broke his nose, I think, with a shoulder punch. Would you yeah. call it a punch? And hit him a few Strike. times. Uh, shoulder strikes. And then caught him with a lovely one on the, the side with the foot. And that was it. Once he hit the ground, it was game over and he yeah. pounded on him. So, uh, yeah, like we said off, off air, it was real. Like, mm, we'll see. It's either. It, fe- it felt like he was fighting a fighter who was. His career, he was coming down this hill from, in his yeah, career. Yeah, that'd be a fair assessment. Yeah, without uh, a doubt. It's going to be interesting because Khabib was out saying that he will decide who he fights. And no, you won't. He will. He will McGregor will have to come down to lightweight, and that he will have to win ten fights in a row like he did to have a chance of challenging. He he can say all he wants because McGregor deep down won't care because he got eighty million apparently for that fight, and if he keeps getting any eighty million for fights, he won't care who they put in front of him. Now obviously he'll probably want to fight decent fighters and kind of return his legacy and and bring it back to life. But Khabib can say that all he wants because the gas thing is he hasn't said anything for months and then as soon as that fight was over they were everywhere yeah Ousman and you know, Ferguson they all showed up McNuggets does McGregor really want to fight him um, who knows who knows like, because, deep down it'd be an incredible resurrection if he was to, if he was to take him on and beat him it yeah, would be a serious be, yeah, even be. I'd have to tip my hat and say fair deals because yeah, yeah. this guy looks all kinds are wrong for McGregor yeah he does doesn't he you yeah, like, uh, his, his wrestling skills yeah. are just yeah just overpowering, really, yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that. I mean, everyone wants to see it. It's a bit like, as we go on to probably boxing, um, Eddie Hearn was talking today. Yeah, basically, AJ was on and he said, right, we're, we're going to go 50-50. None of this 60-40. Who cares whether I have more belts for the winner of Fury and Wilder? But 
and this is what's going to be the kicker. I'd say the ultimate reason why is because the payday has gone up to a different stratosphere because apparently the Saudi Arabians were back over again in the last few days and they've given a monster purse to get that fight in Saudi Arabia Okay. Um, with AJ versus the winner of that. But he said he wants England. For his next fight. See, the he's going to be fight. fighting before that and apparently the favourite is Kubrat Pulev who's the number one manager for the IBF, I think. Yeah, I wonder. Um, and potentially, if not, Usyk because he's the manager for one of the other ones. But apparently Usyk is fighting Derek Chisora which I think is a, is a good step up level just to see can he take the heavyweight punchers like he's good enough to fight but can he take the big boy punchers so it would be and it is like I'd fully expect Usyk to win on his pure talent alone but it'd be just interesting if Cesare can get the hand on him a few times just to see See can he take because that is the only thing that could stop Usyk because he's probably still probably better than the rest of them but it's just if Wilder got one of them punches on him would it be lights out potentially who knows Um so it looks like it could be your man Pulev and he wants it at home because he's fought in America and Saudi Arabia. But then the Wilder Fury, he's he's even saying Saudi Arabia because by all accounts, it's mega money. Mega money. Wilder and Fury is on. 22nd of February, 22nd still on. February. No injuries so far. All's good, hopefully. Bar Fury's cut over his eye that he got received in his last fight and Wilder has said that he is going to target that eye. Of course he will. Uh, I believe... Fury has got in a new cut man uh, who was um, the fella that Ukrainian fella, boxer, heavyweight, quick. Klitschko. Klitschko. It was his cut man. It seemed he's one of the best. He's in yeah. M- MNA. And all. So there must be a little bit of a worry there about that eye. Um, I mean, if you have a cut in the Apparently eye. Apparently scar tissues and you see that you can see the blemishes after a while. Like it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't take much to open them up and yeah. without knowing too much and now you haven't been in the game apparently once the blood start gets it gets into the eye yeah, and yeah, all of a sudden you're blurred vision so it must be a worry big worry uh, without a doubt why not you know why yeah. not and this guy will hit you and hit you hard so if he catches you there he's going to open you up and it's as simple as that so yeah I suppose it's a wise move but yeah. um yeah so we'll see how that all unfolds I just wish AJ was just a little bit more active if some of these are just stepping stones I don't like the fact that He's not fighting till May, June, considering he fought in December. Mm. Like these boys fought in November, December, and they're fighting in February. So I'm just a bit, I'd say it'll be delayed till probably December then, if that's the case. So we've 18 months to wait. (laughs) (laughs) If Carragher and Keane have anything to go with, we've 10 months to go or 11 months to go before we'll see, finally see the big boys fighting. But you you wouldn't mind, you want to see Joshua fight one of them. Oh yeah, and by... The talk is it's looking decent. Um, and just a little, Anthony Fowler, who was one of the up and coming amateur boxers, but uh, came up against uh, Fitzgerald uh, and defeated him. But he's after signing for McGuigan, Shane McGuigan. So, as a trainer wise, he's still got a decent stable and people still want to work with him. So, I just wonder is it more Big Daddy is the problem or the family is the problem, how it's run? It's interesting because I'm not saying there is a problem, but. Two decent fighters have left him, and they're, yeah. they're, so it'll be interesting. But Anthony Fowler's gone to him, and we'll, we'll watch that space. But anyway, Chris Eubank Jr. eighteen months ago did a video bragging about his security systems in his house and basically invited people to have a go. You know the way the burglars <laughs> pick on the yeah, the burglars stars, pick yeah. on the uh, footballers and everything yeah. else. And uh, uh, the other night, yeah, they did and cleaned them out. Did they? <laughs> like seven pairs of Louboutin shoes, thousands worth of gear. All sorts, and you can see the CCTV. They hop over the wall, and 
yeah, it's not so sophisticated. Now, when I first seen the headline, I went, oh, what an idiot. Did they do it a couple of days later? But yeah, apparently it was about 18 months ago he gave it the big one. And I watched a bit of it and he really is giving it the big one. And uh, yeah. Why would you invite that onto yourself? Anyhow, idiot. You were talking Peter Crouch earlier on. This Legend. Is outside of the broadcasting. Uh, but yeah, Jermaine Pennant was on talking about how he used to uh, tantalise and annoy Peter Crouch. Who was the biggest wind-up uh, in the dressing rooms that you've been involved in? Um, Stoke <laughs> would have been me. Really? What yeah. Did, what, what, what would you do? I, I used to torment Crouchy. In what way? Oh, can I say this? <laughs> Make it yeah. clean and you can. Um, sugar. Basically, I used to, he used to sit opposite me. And uh, in the changing room. So then when I used to come in, he'd be looking at me and then, all right, Crouchy, how'd you do? And as I'm getting ready, you know, fully naked, <laughs> fully, fully naked, I would... Um, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. Yeah, oh, I said, can I say, I used to, I used to bend over to put my oh. pants on oh, and on, go, we... Crouchy! <laughs> <laughs> Crouchy, my eye's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving, you, I'm giving you a wink, mate. Oh, and you know what? and I get him every time. Every that... single time. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was expecting something funnier. <laughs> to be honest... It's not that it's funny. It's... It's not even... It, it's, it's so... It's the childish nature of it that it's not even... I, no, but I just expected that he'd give you a better story than that. Yeah. And there, of course, lapping it up, but... Pennant always was one of them where you go, mm, not sure of it. Yeah, but but that's know, what I'm saying. Does that is that I kind think he of tries story. too hard? Yeah, and I I, uh, I don't know whether it's last weekend or the weekend before in soccer AM, probably the weekend before he was on it, and it, it, just a, a tiny bit uncomfortable. You're going, just relax me. He was trying too hard to be the character and to be funny, and it's obvious when you're not that type of person. But if you're just normal, you'll probably end up being a bit of a character. Just relax. Yeah. And I just found that, and and that kind of just shows, got a little vibe off that. Oh, I yeah. better give him something. Yeah. And he panicked and told him the. I used to show me our story. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Uh, the game finished two one Liverpool. Just so you know, just to keep you in the in the light there. But um, remember, I brought up the next big thing, the next potential Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Zion Williamson, and he was the hottest ticket in town last year at college yep. basketball, and they were paying mega bucks to try and get to see him. And unfortunately, he got a, a shocking knee injury that he's been out since, and he was the number one draft pick for the New Orleans Pelicans. It's it's an awful nickname isn't it but he finally got to make his debut for them last night and they were defeated 121 to 117 I think to the San Antonio Spurs quite subdued first two or three uh, quarters and last quarter blew up uh, got four trees in a row Got seven. he got 17 points in a row he was the only one scoring for him yeah. and they took him off well, a point or two up but lost the game but yeah everyone's saying yeah solid performance 22 points 7 rebounds 3 assists solid debut He's loving it, 19 years of age. What you'll hear is, put it this way, whether you watch basketball or not, if there's a superstar, you eventually find out who they are because they're huge. You're Michael Jordan, obviously LeBron James is the big one. So it'll be a potential Zion Williamson is the next name you will know in basketball, whether you're a, whether you're a big fan of basketball or not. But he's, he's off and running. We'll see how he goes. Do Everyone likes a new kid who they think is going to be a superstar. Yeah. And he... he he probably can't do any wrong at start, so he's going to be riding a the wave there yeah. for a while. But expectation will come around the corner. Oh, and, it's, and it's massive. In the arse, it is massive. And, um, you know, I don't know what way they do it over there, but they seem to be more prepared for it. 
you know they, they, he's been probably told for two or three years well, how, this is how it's going to go down I suppose college basketball yeah. and all they have cr- big crowds and they'd probably have their management and agents in, in, in their ear for the last two or three years ex- explaining things and kind of getting them ready and they won't be like a fish out of water when you see some of the 17, 18 year olds coming into the to the Premier League setup. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, but potentially he's going to be the next name. Where like, especially for Fairweather fans, they're got, they'll 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 know who he is. So it'll be interesting. Yep, and else, um, Nadal yes. did it. Tim Henman, <laughs> Tim Henman did it in frustration, and like he smacked the button. Now he was naming, but it was a wayward. Um, it was a wayward forehand, and he caught the girl right in the side of the head. God love her. But uh, by all accounts, she's fine and stuff. And he went up to her and gave her the hook and a little kiss in the head. But it, I'd say, Lord. I mean, it's going to happen. It was it? a wide serve. And you know the ones, the stereotypical ones where he's reaching really far out and doesn't even hit the, it, it doesn't even go over the net. It's that far wide. He just couldn't get it back into play. And bang, she's bent over and the whole lot. So yeah, there's one or two little issues over um dirty rain or something like from the rain is getting dusty and from the yeah smoke. and there was breaks and stuff so it's gas like you know the fires for so long and now the place is flooded and in bits everywhere it's it's one extreme to the other but uh i don't think it's causing massive massive problems but yeah it's interesting uh coco goff is true to the third yeah. round now um, she'd be f- facing the Osaka, who was going to be a hell of a game now. So if you, but 15 years of age, happy days. She's, oh, she's still it, unbelievable. It was, it was Venus, she'd be in the, yeah. the first round. So yeah, that, Listen, another year or two and she'll be fairly well settled. It's, it's one of them, you know, the really, really, really top young players can kind of get into the top 10 or 20 by 16, 17. So she's not going to be far away. And the signs are she will be another superstar. And, and and replace obviously the Williams sisters when they when they finish up because Venus probably hasn't got much left. Vozniaki, I don't know whether she's still in it, but she is on. This is her farewell tour. This is it. Yeah, she is. She's, she's finishing up. She's in the third round against Jobert. Uh, yeah. So when 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 she's out of this tournament or whether she wins it, this is it. She's this is done. it. Yeah, she's she's, she's on her big Liverpool fans. I'll just talk about that. Out there. God, I'll turn around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in the, in the men's, uh, Federer's still in there. He'd be playing uh, Millman. From oh, I think it's Australia. And what's his face? Um, your pal. Um, uh, well, my pal too, because he's a fucking idiot. Um, what was his name? Kyrgios has been acting the maggot a little bit again. Was he? Yeah, I I only half read the the the, the headline because I just couldn't have been arsed. He's out though, is he? Uh, I'm not sure, but apparently so. impersonated I Nadal. I don't know whether it was in jest or whatever. But then he was giving somebody a bit of abuse as well when he shouldn't have been and all that kind of crap. But he just he just can't turn it off. Got him. Oh yeah, Kyrgios and Gilles Simon. Simon, uh, mimic Raphael Nadal. Yeah, well, that's what was if you if you're not good enough, you might you have to make fun of them. Is that what you do? I don't know. That's what you, yeah. that's what you do when you're in the playground, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, and of course, Andy Murray. He might as well be finished now, yeah. isn't he? By the looks of it, I'd say for him, it will. I'd say he's no targets, no goals. If I come back, I come back. If I don't, I don't. And if I can play whenever I can, happy days. It, he, I'd say he's very resigned to get fit and healthy, but I'm not going to kill myself for the future of his his, his own personal future. Yeah. But um, yeah, he he won in September, then played another major tournament, got and then hasn't been seen since. Like it's been four or five months. Like so, the signs are not good. But I'd say maybe he's thinking. Maybe a bit like Vajnaki, he might pick Wimbledon this year and say, yeah, I'm not going to say it, but let's go for it. Let's get fit. 
give it a run and say thank you. He won't want to do it though unless probably not. Unless he can come. Oh, back, if he feels yeah. he can get to latter stages, I'm sure he will. Yeah. But I have a funny feeling that'll be my little tip. He maybe he might try and get himself fit for for a little run at uh, Wimbledon in June slash July and maybe tip his hat because yeah, it doesn't look good. What have you got to finish off, David? What have I got to finish off? I've got little or nothing, to be honest, apart from... There was something there, and now I'm after losing it. No. No, I'm just basking in the glory that is Liverpool. Just a very quick one on Saracens. Um, they still get to play this year. Yeah, even though they're relegated. And they could end up European champions again. and It'll leave, it'll leave a bit of a bitter taste in the mouth. But anyway... They were um, in breach for five of the last seven seasons. And it's kind of like, is it different levels of breach? Because why is it only now they're getting penalised? Well, why weren't they penalised four and five seasons ago? Yeah, and if, they're, if they've been found out to yeah. be more or less cheating, I suppose, isn't mm. it? Because you're playing against the rules. Then why, why aren't these things being mm. implemented now? It could be one of these, you know yourself. Um, we'll sweep it on the carpet for a year or two, and then eventually, maybe the rest of them said, "Right, enough's enough. We can't allow it anymore." Gone to the RFU and said, "Listen, you need to do something about this. We're we're sick of it now." Because maybe it was a case of, "All right, they they went over the edge. Oh, they're going to bring it down. They're going to bring it down." And I have a feeling the clubs got together and said, "Right, enough's enough." No, and by all accounts, they can't shift the players. Because all the other clubs are literally at the limit anyway. Right. So they can't even get rid of them. So it's like, what do you want me to do? Well, just fire some of them or sever them. Like You've no choice. So, um, yeah, that's it. They're going to be relegated. Who cares? They'll be back up in some way, shape or form. But it's just a bit weird that they get to carry on and potentially win the European Cup, hmm. if you know what I mean. Because yeah. they're obviously not going to... They're obviously going down, so it doesn't really matter about the rest of the game. So they probably they probably just focus on the European Cup and, and get that play and weaker teams in the league and mess themselves up and just go all out. And maybe they could just go all out and everyone's playing to stay in their contracts and say, right, some of us have to be cut. So I I don't know how they're going to do, but it's just it's just a weird one that they get to still be as strong as they are and potentially win Europe this year and then obviously clean it up. But they'll be yeah. back the year after and whatever. But yeah. Okay, what I'm going to get you to do, because uh, we, we need to get the next show up, um, we're going to get you to play a song, uh, no Smiths, no Smiths, no, no. okay, uh, we're going to get you to play a song, we're going to finish off, just to talk about the Big Kickoff website is out there now, so take a look at it, www.thebigkickoff.com. Um, a few little different things happening on it at the moment and yeah, a couple uh, of good guys coming up with a few bits and pieces we've got some GAA on there thank yeah, God because yeah. there's no fear of us doing it there's a nice, uh, <laughs> a nice piece about the Sligo Women's GAA at the minute obviously some Saracens like McGregor a few other bits and pieces obviously United and it's going to be built on and there's more people coming exactly. in so take a look at that for any of your and anyone news. with something interesting no doubt we'll, uh, we'll uh, call our bluff and say right come on for 20 minutes and Oh, we get a bit more out of them. We'll be getting the writers on to, yeah, yeah, to, to, to talk to talk. Not just what I've, I've just circled this and circled it. What do you mean by this? Where did you get this from? But no, it'll be a bit of crack. Um, just purely because we're top of the table, we can. I'm going to go with a Scouser band. It is a, this is the playlist, Songs to Sing in the Shower. I'm going to go with the last There She Goes. Brilliant. Is that okay? Yep, see you next week. <laughs>